I'm not asking you to be perfect on this fitness journey, but I'm asking you to believe in yourself and to have the tenacity to keep trying. Start over as many times as you need to. Just never, ever give up. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance. I'm your hostess, Kim Peek. I am a running and triathlon coach, a group fitness instructor, a breast cancer exercise specialist, and a functional aging specialist. And I want to help you think, feel, train, and live like a champion. This week, we are talking about how to set up your environment for health and fitness success. Over the weekend, I launched my Booties and Burpees holiday challenge. We started off with a canned food workout, which is in the Facebook group and accessible to everyone who is in that Booties and Burpees Facebook group, which you can join too just by searching Booties and Burpees on Facebook. Or you can join the official program, which is also free, and I will send you the link that will allow you to join that group. Anyway, the Booties and Burpees canned food workout was a lot of fun. I designed it to be a casual workout that could be done using canned food as your weights. And I wanted it to be something that your whole family could do together. I know I'm always looking for ways to inspire my own husband and my own kids to get more exercise. You know me, I believe exercise is one of the most important things we can do to take care of our bodies and our brains to help us live long lives. But getting your family involved for other reasons, it's important too. So anytime you make a life change, it helps if the people who you live with support you. You're more likely to stick with your plan if your family isn't sabotaging your efforts. And that might not be something that they're doing on purpose, but it might be just all those little things that they do to that just work against your success. So anytime you can get your family on board or the people that you live with on board with your plan, that's a positive. And wouldn't it be fun if your entire family could move well enough to enjoy a fit lifestyle with you? so that you all could get out and do these things together. Maybe you don't all enjoy the exact same things, but moving well and feeling like you have the energy to enjoy life means you can do some pretty fun things together. In my family, I have three girls who love film and theater. Two of them also dance, and one is a former soccer player. So they're all able to be pretty active. And my my husband, he enjoys baseball, and he will be going to the Royals Fantasy Camp again this year for the second time. And the Royals Fantasy Camp is actually really cool. If you've never heard of these Major League Baseball Fantasy Camps, you go, it's usually guys, I think they all have to be over 35, and you go and you play baseball, and the coaches are players or former, former players from that Major League Baseball team. And so last year he went and he had a ball and he's going to go do it again. So my family all, they all have their own things that they like to do, but nobody really likes to run. And you know me, I love to run, but we are headed to Maui this winter 
And I want all of us to be able to enjoy some active adventures. We've done lots of snorkeling and sailing in the past, and we've ziplined and parasailed. But one thing we haven't really done is a lot of hiking and checking out all the beautiful waterfalls there. And I really want my whole family to feel capable of doing some hiking so that we can really explore. And because this is what I want out of this vacation, I've been encouraging them by sharing workouts that I think are suited to their interests. And also by trying just to get them involved in some of the workouts I'm doing, some of the things I'm doing, like I'll work out right in the middle of the family room. We have a family room that's connected to our kitchen, like one great big room. And so I'll just do workouts right there and try to get them to at least participate in some way. I'm not always super successful, but I still try. So reason number two for getting your family involved is just all about bonding and making family family memories. And then reason number one was just to make sure that your family members are supporting you. Reason number three is all about healthy brains and longevity. A recent New York Times article states that there have been hints that physical activity might alter how we age. Recent studies have found that older athletes have healthier muscles, brains, immune system, and hearts than people of the same age who are sedentary. Probably not too surprising to those of us who exercise, but there's finally research that backs this up. And it says that these findings about muscular and cardiovascular health in active older people suggest that what we now consider to be normal physical deterioration with aging may not be normal or inevitable. So exercise is one tool we can use to not just remain young at heart, but so that our bodies age more slowly than it would if we completely avoided exercise. So do what you can to get your exercise in. But of course, it's a bonus if you can get others in your family to join you. I started this podcast with ideas on how to get your family or just talking about the importance of getting your family to join you, because I think family obligations could be one of the biggest reasons why people deviate from their fitness goals. If fitness is important to you, you owe it to yourself to make it a priority in your life. We talk each week on this podcast about the benefits of exercise, so you know by now that you are a better parent, a better partner, and employee if you take the time to exercise, because it does give you more energy and boost your brain power, not just clearing away brain fog, but also making it easier to learn new things. Did you listen last week? Did you do the exercise where I asked you to grab the pen and paper and jot down some of the biggest temptations you face during this time of year? Whether you did or whether you didn't, I want you right now to take a minute to think about some of the challenges you face, things that are keeping you from prioritizing your exercise or nutrition routine. Jot those down. And then circle or star the biggest challenge, that one thing that gets in your way every day. So with that in mind, we are going to think of some strategies that you can use so that exercise isn't always the thing that gets bumped in your hectic schedule. And just so we're all on the same page here, when I'm talking about the importance of exercise, I'm not necessarily talking about what it does to affect how you look. I'm more concerned about how you feel 
Do you have energy? Do you have a clear mind so that you can think and express yourself? Are you able to be active so that you can enjoy the things you want to? Do you live pain-free? These are all benefits of exercise that I think are way more important than how you look. So the first thing I want you to do is to look at how can you establish a routine? And I'll give you an example of this from my own life. Yesterday, we had what they called a blizzard. I'm still not sure it was an actual blizzard, but I guess we got quite a bit of snow and it was blowing and drifting. Anyway, a lot of snow. The schools are all closed today. It's snowy and my kids are home. And all I really want to do today is snuggle under the covers and watch Netflix with my dogs. We all have days like that, right? I also know, though, that I have a Monday routine. And for me, Monday is podcast day. So I know that on Mondays, I'm going to record the podcast and get it uploaded so that you can all listen on Tuesday mornings. And I also know that my concentration is best first thing in the morning. So I like to get the biggest piece of this podcast done in the morning because there's lots more than just recording it. You have to edit and upload and do the graphics and write the blog post. It's kind of a huge production. And so I like to make sure that I get the recording part at least done in the morning. After I record my podcast, that's when I almost always will get my workout in on Mondays. And that's exactly what I'm going to do once I'm done talking to you right now, right here. So after my workout, I know that I edit the podcast until it's time to get in the car to pick up kids from school. Today, since there's a storm, I have more interruptions than usual, of course. I've been cooking breakfast and lunches and participating in some Netflix binge watching. My middle daughter likes is right now hooked on The Good Place. And so I've been watching bits and pieces of that with her. But I know where my workout fits into this day. And I'm going to make my family honor that. It also helps that they are no longer toddlers, for sure. For sure that helps. That would give my day a whole different look. But all of us can benefit from a routine and a routine that shows us where our exercise is going to fit into that day. Now, if you work in an office, You should also take a look at your routine so that you know where exercise fits in. And you should enlist the help of others in your office. So that is tip number two. The first is to establish a routine. Next, enlist help of others in your office. Even if that's just one or two people who support your goals. Maybe they will walk with you at lunch. Or maybe you can start a workplace fitness group where you make fitness seem like a big social activity that people look forward to. And then... Number three, once you know where fitness fits into your day and who you can count on for support, you can go about setting up the rest of your environment for success. So when I say that, I'm thinking about things like planning for knowing where your shoes are. If you use a fitness tracker or a watch, knowing that it's charged and ready to go. If it's winter, knowing where your hat and gloves and other cold weather gear is. Do you need a water bottle if you're going to the gym or if you're running? Do you need a fuel belt? Where is it? What's your plan to fill it? Don't spend your time running around the house gathering up your stuff. Have it ready to go in a place that you always keep it. And along with that, know what workout you're going to do and who who will you do it with? Have all those things planned so when you get that little sliver of time, you're not 
struggling to figure out how you're going to work that into your day. So tip number four for strategies to make sure that your exercise isn't bumped is forcing that success. I know for some people, it's important to force the success. So that might mean having a plan to meet a friend at the gym. And my oldest daughter recently did this for a bar class that she took in Oklahoma. She asked some Facebook friends if anybody would like to meet her for a 6 a.m. bar class. And the young woman who responded was someone who was a classmate with her, but not someone that she spent a ton of time with. And so when they got to the studio in the morning, they told each other that the only reason that they each showed up was because they knew that the other person was depending on them and they didn't want to disappoint the other because that would be a really bad way to start off a new friendship or a barely already there friendship by bailing on somebody that you had promised to meet. And so after the workout, they both said that they were glad that they woke up and that they got out and that they exercised. They both felt better. But accountability was a big factor in that. And accountability partners are a great way to increase your odds of success. Other people set their alarms across the room so that they have to get out of bed to turn it off. And then once they're out of bed, their shoes and items are already right where their alarm is. And they just put those on because once you're out of bed, you might as well go through with the plan, right? Where else, how else can you set up your environment for success? We've all heard about parking at the end of the parking lot and taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Maybe you need to get your family on board or involved in exercising with you at the same time. Those are all good ways to set up your environment for success. What about posting notes around the house or in the mirror or on your car? Little notes that pump you up. Hey, Sherry, you did a great job. Hey, Stephanie, you're awesome. Way to get that run in today. Little notes that pump you up or remind you that this is important. Would setting an alarm at a certain time of day to remind you to exercise be good? Would that help you? Maybe you're someone who needs an extra set of workout gear, one for work and one for home, so that you can exercise whenever you can squeeze in that minute. I've also known moms who drop off their kids at softer practice and then run laps around the parking lot. You know your life. You know how to fit that in. I also know some people who just keep a box full of extra workout gear in the backseat of their car so that whenever they have that time, they can just go, go work out. And my husband actually does that too. He keeps his baseball gear in the back of his vehicle so that if it's a nice day and he has time to throw the baseball in the parking lot at lunch, that that's an option. Next, I want to talk about social media. Does social media inspire you or does it drag you down? For some people, social media can be something that makes them feel like they are not enough and like they're constantly comparing themselves to everyone else's perfect lives. For others, social media can be a source of inspiration. But if social media makes you feel horrible about yourself, please, please stay away from it. Remember that saying about social media being the highlight reel of other people's lives? Most people don't splash around and spread all the pictures and details of their lowest points of their lives all over social media. So the next time you catch yourself comparing yourself 
to someone who seems to be perfect on social media, remember that they aren't probably sharing their darkest days. But if you want to use social media to help you with your fitness routine, you can check into one of my Power of Run Facebook groups each day. The current Booties and Burpees Challenge has its own group. You can check in there and maybe even find a person who is in that group that can be your accountability partner and check in with that person. Find somebody that you can text and talk to about about your fitness progress. You can also go to my Instagram account, which is Power of Run, and look for my one-minute workouts. I have lots of these workouts that I've shared throughout the year, and they are a good source for a quick workout that you can do at your desk or between errands on a busy day. The last part of setting up your environment for success that I want to discuss about is what's going on between your own two ears. As I always say, the words we tell ourselves matter. You need to be your own biggest cheerleader. You need to believe in yourself and you need to celebrate your own successes. I have faith in you. And I also know it can be hard to believe in yourself when you feel like the whole world is against you. So the next time you hear that negative voice in your head, I want you to jot down what that little voice is telling you. What's it saying? Keep a running list of all the negative stories that you are telling yourself. And in in another episode, we can talk about what to do with those stories. But to be successful long-term, you are going to have to learn to rewrite those stories. This is one of the greatest things about being human. We all have unlimited potential. And we can change the story of our lives. It won't be easy. It'll be a ton of work. But there's something, if there's something, that you really want, you have the power over your life to make the necessary changes. And it all starts with reminding yourself daily, hourly if necessary, that you are enough. Exactly the way you are. You are in control of your life. You have the power to write your own story with a beautiful middle and end. We all face challenges. We all have rocky times. We all have things happen to us that we don't know how we could possibly recover from. No one succeeds at everything they try. But we all have the ability to stand up, to brush ourselves off, and try again. I'm not asking you to be perfect on this fitness journey. But I'm asking you to believe in yourself and to have the tenacity to keep trying. Start over as many times as you need to. Just never, ever give up. To close out the show today, I'd like to tell you another story to remind you not to stress about the little things this time of year. A few weeks ago, I talked about lessons you can learn from your dog. And one of those lessons was that your dog only cares about being in your presence. They don't care if they have a fancy meal or a perfectly tidy house or a pile of gifts under the tree. And I think that this is kind of maybe a silly example, but it is one way that we could all benefit by being more like our favorite four-legged furry friends. Along that line, I want to tell you a little story about something that happened to my family yesterday. I want you to think about the important people in your life. And I guarantee that the only thing that they need from you 
is for you to be present. Yesterday, my daughter was heading down I-35 on her way from Kansas City to her school in Oklahoma City after the Thanksgiving break. And we really thought that we had planned well enough so that she would be ahead of the blizzard that was due to hit our area. And instead, she got about an hour and a half into the drive and it hit the southern band of that storm as it was passing through. 30 more minutes south and there's no snow at all. She would have been completely free and clear, but we timed it just slightly off and she hit this portion that changed from rain and ice to ice, and then to slick roads very, very quickly as the storm moved in. And before she knew it, she was driving on ice and had very low visibility due to the heavy snow. She slid, hit the median, and her car spun around multiple times on the interstate. With each spin of the car, she saw oncoming traffic getting closer and closer. And when she finally stopped spinning, an approaching car rear-ended her. I happened to be in the middle of a workout when I got the call. And before I even answered the phone, I knew she was calling because there was an accident. I just knew it in my heart. So I held my breath and I listened without talking as I clicked the button to accept the call. My kids text me so often that I just have come, I guess, to expect that a phone call is not good news. And so I always pause and listen for the scream or what's going on in the background first. And yep, I was right. As soon as I talked, she started screaming and she couldn't get the words out fast enough. And she was, of course, terrified because of what had happened. And then, of course, you know, your parent parental reaction, you immediately think that you need to hop in the car and go save them. But by this point, she was so far, she was far enough away that the storm had reached us and it wasn't safe for us to try to get in the car to drive to help her. And it turns out that that was absolutely the right decision because the roads were treacherous, just treacherous yesterday. So many accidents. So we sat texting and calling off and on for three hours while she waited for help to arrive. It was the longest day ever. It was so long, hoping that she was going to have somebody rescue her and hoping and praying that there wasn't going to be another car that came across and slid and crashed right into their accident. Just hoping that she would have enough gas in her car to stay warm until somebody could come get them and check, check out the accident. So long after she should have reached Oklahoma city, she and her puppy were still sitting in the car on the side of the road. So she left our house about a little after eight and she ended up getting back to Oklahoma city, which is a five hour drive in normal condition. She ended up getting back to Oklahoma city by six o'clock. She's a little sore today, but other than the stress and the shock of seeing all the cars coming toward her, she and her dog are okay. Her car is a mess, and we are working out the repair details with the insurance company, but let me tell you, all I care about is that she is alive to tell about it. The car, the insurance, the repair, all of that kind of stuff, so minor and so not important compared to the fact that 
she and the others involved in this accident all lived. Vehicles can be replaced, children, family members, and your best animal friend cannot be replaced. So I'm telling you this story to remind you how important perspective is, especially this time of year. Don't get yourself so wound up over the holidays that you missed out on cherished time with family and friends. Your house doesn't need to be perfect. They don't need a fancy meal. They don't need, nobody needs tons of presents. These are all things that might fall under the category that we would label as nice to have, but they are not requirements. And all of your friends and family members, deep down, they know this is true. All they want is you. Think about that as you get through, you get go through your life over the next couple of weeks. Now, if you haven't already, I want you to head over to crushingmygoals.com and sign up for booties and burpees. If you're a runner who plans to start training for a 5K, half marathon, or full marathon after the holidays, now is the time to get started training for those spring races. So this is perfect for you too because we'll get started on mobility training and core strengthening and work on some exercises that will help you avoid muscle imbalances. And of course, I have training programs for all of these things. I would love to work with you one-on-one or in a small group capacity. You don't need to live in Kansas City to work with me. And of course, listen again next week. I am going to get a little bit crafty and creative. We're going to talk about how you can create your own training journal. I think training journals are a very, very important tool. I don't think that we talk about the benefits of those enough and how they can help us, but I think they're an important tool. And next week, we'll talk about how we can create our own custom journal or maybe where you could go to find some of the excellent quality pre-made journals. So have a great week and I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.